0: Alright, one take, let's do it. Alright, today I'm in Ryan Gilchrist's living room. (laughs) Ryan Gilchrist, say what's up. What's up? This is kind of funny. Normally I do these uh, in my own environment, somewhere like uh, my house or a coffee shop, but uh, I came over today uh, and I appreciate it. Thank you so much for welcoming me into your home.
1: Not a problem. And I do
0: apologize in advance (laughs) if my cat starts uh, meowing. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. She's a cutie. What's her name? uh mira mira yeah oh that's a cute name i um i have a student named mira oh, and awesome. she's adorable too oh my god yeah maybe maybe she is mira are you my students <laughs> yeah, into yeah. Cat. that'd be hilarious what was that one book Yeah, like animorphs, animorphs. Like dude I, okay when i was a kid i was a huge animorphs fan and i literally had a collection i collected all every book um i had all their size every book Every Animorphs book I had read oh, man. and collected all of them. I followed the entire series, um, and then when that terrible TV show came out, it was so <laughs> bad. They ruined it with a TV show. It was—I think it was made. I think they could have made a TV show out of it. It just didn't have any direction. <laughs> That's the kid <kidding> right <laughs> there. We're just talking about Animorphs. I've been talking about the topic right now.
1: I was joking. With that.
0: I was joking to Ryan before that. You and I have really good natural chemistry, so we're probably going to go off topic and just start talking oh, about Oh, yeah. We'll probably go off
1: had. into some weird tangent. Then. We'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, the main reason why I wanted to talk to you, of course, was uh, just about your experiences and the music scene around here. You're, uh, in my opinion, one of the, the bigger names in the area. Um, but first of all, I, I know, I know, I know. But uh, in my opinion, uh, I'm very, very honored that you're taking this time out. Uh, to to talk to me, and I appreciate that. Oh, well, thank you very much. I no worries, that. no worries. So let's uh, let's go ahead and kick it off. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about your music history? Where did you get started? Um, and then where how things have been going leading up to now? Okay.
1: Um, well, uh, I started out probably having some interest in music in the fifth grade. Okay, and then going into middle school, I wanted to do, take on band. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to play drums, but I wasn't, I didn't work out for that, Uh Uh, and I opted for playing the trombone, so that was very interesting, that was my very first interest. Okay, okay. interesting, interesting. Yeah, so, uh, (laughs) then after that, um, I picked up guitar in high school, and played with a bunch of my friends there, Uh you know, talent shows and whatnot, and uh, then college comes along, and from then I was kind of playing by myself, but I think it was like sophomore or junior mm-hmm. year I started playing with a really good friend of mine, uh Dexter White, and mm-hmm. he came up with a band which he came up with the name um <laughs> okay, what was the band? Uh Planet Here and it okay. was from um that oh, what was it? Name that Dave Chappelle movie, Half Baked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Half Baked. <laughs> he is got great. Yeah. he got the name okay. from that movie and um <laughs> We were just like a party band and uh-huh. we uh, did like cover mashups and uh-huh. we did original material as well. and um, So that's how I got in on the music, music scene. Uh-huh. Um, but also a huge help was um, Stephanie Woods cultivating the music mm-hmm. scene back then mm-hmm. because I think the people that know each other now wouldn't know each other if it wasn't for her in some shape or form. Sure. Um, so then after Planet Here... Um, I started playing with Josh Hunley, which is also a a Murray local who went to Murray State. And um, we came up with uh, Big Atomic. So the original was like him, uh, myself, Micah, Morgan McCall, or Mm -hmm. Micah Green, I want to say it right, full names, and uh, Colton Burge. And uh, that was Big Atomic in its first form, and then it kind of evolved like four years. And now... uh, most of it's kind of like disbanded because yeah. you know people. Life moves on. It's, yeah. li- it's yeah. life, and you know it's nothing you know against anybody or course, anything. You know it just it's naturally
0: kind of like a relationship. And uh, and you guys still perform together. Some whenever you, everyone's in the area, like I think like a year ago, you guys like did like a like one comeback show or something like that. Well, um, the last show we did uh, was I think Paducah
1: Beer Works. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, I think that was about. A year ago mm-hmm. for March, and that's the last time I probably played with them. Okay, so yeah, it's about to get that year period, and it's still yeah. kind of you know it sucks because it just like you know, I really, you guys really are great, man. You guys, you guys were
0: awesome. It was it was a one of the highlights for me being here, and then just interacting with the music scene and and just on a more personal level. I mean, you guys are like super cool. Like I made some new friends <laughs> to you guys, the, the after parties and whatnot. It's just you guys were awesome. Um, both musically and and personally, mm-hmm. so yeah, definitely, definitely enjoyed uh, you guys, and hopefully, you know, and maybe in the future, you guys take some opportunities to every now and then. No, I this, would love, I would love this, to do yeah.
1: like another like comeback
0: show. I think sure. that'd be like sweet. So right <laughs> now, hey, everybody,
1: if everybody was down, yeah, yeah, own, hey own that out there, <laughs> hey guys.
0: So so right now, you're you're doing the solo thing. I know you. Yeah, uh, I've been doing. It's yeah. kind of like
1: a natural fit for me. You mm-hmm. know, there's pros and cons of doing mm-hmm. both you know playing solo by yourself or playing with a group of people um, but for me I started out doing solo gigs mm-hmm. and so it just comes naturally to me. sure like sure. I I and enjoy so difficult yeah like I enjoy the all the pressure you mm-hmm. know of like people just just watching one person sure, you know like sure. In a band, you can kind of, like, if you make a mistake that nobody's going to notice, you mm-hmm. know, you can kind of, like, mask it with everybody else. Yeah, but yeah. But when you're by yourself, everything's out in the open. Yeah, it's like, I so. right, don't mm-hmm. mess up. <laughs> so, uh, awesome. I, think, I think I like that aspect a lot of it.
0: Um, and what have been some of the, like, like, we talked about Big Atomic already a little bit. What have mm-hmm. been some of just, like, the most amazing moments or highlights uh, of your performance career, Just, you think of like a moment that you're like, wow, this is, this is, this is lit. I mean, I think through Big Atomic, I've been able to
1: um, do a lot of opportunities that Uh I would not have the opportunity to get. Um, So like we played a gig up in uh, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, which Uh I never would have thought of playing in Pennsylvania. And when I heard about this gig and it was like a a summer festival kind of Uh thing. Uh I was like, nobody has heard of us, sure, in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and I thought it was hilarious. So we go up there, and I was thinking it's going to be like some typical like venue that we always play at, and we roll up, and it's like this really nice outside stage, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, really cool. like they want little big atomic from Murray, Kentucky to come up to Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, and sure enough, uh, we did look. A uh, little sound check. Uh-huh. We relaxed throughout the day, and we came back, and there was, hey, like, I would say about, you know, at least, like, maybe 500, 600 people. Yeah. They were just randomly showing up for some, you know.
0: Some guys from Kentucky. Yeah, some guys yeah. from
1: Kentucky, and it was, like, really awesome. We had, like, um, Drew Stevens. Um, posted a live video uh-huh. on uh, the Facebook page, so if you want to check that out, that was really sure, sure. cool. Sure,
0: And I'll be linking everything. I'll, I'll even is the is the. So I, I know we're going to, have to go back. So big atomic a little bit. Is the social media and everything still? It's still up. Uh,
1: I think like it's just kind of like a ghost vessel. It's sure, just out there, sure. Just sure. And then, like
0: ads and you want to leave that stuff out there because yeah, you never know who would run because by like it. everything's
1: still archived and you, sure, can, yeah. you can still go to the website and like look at uh, mm-hmm. listen to all the songs. And, you know, I think that's great. Still, mm-hmm. people can go back and listen to the music.
0: You already talked about a little bit the difference between uh, performing with a band and performing solo. Mm-hmm. What about, like, in a small town versus a large place? And I know, have you played in any place? Is that the largest place you played in? Or? Are
1: you talking about, like, how is it for a musician to thrive in a small yeah, community sure, sure. compared to it is in a city? Yeah, yeah, trying
0: okay. to, uh, quote-unquote, make it. A...
1: Um, I mean... I really haven't tackled like going to and li- like living in a huge city sure. and trying to thrive there as a musician, because I understand that the competition there is just going to be just oversaturated yeah. with musicians. You know, I think there the advantage of living in a small town. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I guess you know we could consider Western Kentucky as a small small area. Sure. But I mean, there's a lot of you know. I feel like for the Western Kentucky area, the music scene really thrives, mm-hmm. but um, you know, living in a small town has a disadvantage as in like, you know, you don't have as many opportunities or not, I will say opportunities, but venues to play mm-hmm. at, mm-hmm. you know, that's very small and it's really easy to, um, overplay the market, yeah. you know, and you know, but the thing about that is, is that what's good about Western Kentucky is that the music scene is so, um, strong and yeah. like, so...
0: Like, there for each other. There's a lot of loyalty, both with the fans and then, of course, with the musicians oh, supporting yeah. each other as well.
1: I mean, like, take for instance, like, the Paducah scene. Paducah scene is pretty tight mm-hmm. with everybody in that. And, like, you know, you have um, Leonard the Band and mm-hmm. you also have um, Art Thieves, like, two, two great um, Western Kentucky bands. I mean, Leonard the Band's from the metropolis, but mm-hmm. still, like, they are a part of the um, music music scene for sure. And then, you know, you can't. You can't think of Western Kentucky without, um, like, Savage Radley. Mm-hmm. Like there's, they're, they're yeah. like, a staple uh, Western
0: Kentucky band. Um, it seems like, I mean, and then just artistically in general, like not just music, but, I mean, performance, uh, acting, uh, art. It <laughs> seems like there's just a lot of support uh, among everyone in the area, in the Western Kentucky area. Oh, yeah. Supporting each other. That's really, really neat. I like that. Yeah. Um, awkward pause <laughs> <laughs> looking through your questions awkward. looking through my questions uh i'll be honest So uh, we i think i told you last night we went out and had a good time yeah and uh i wasn't hungover i wasn't hungover this morning i woke up um but i was like really really tired so i still feel like i'm waking up like i didn't get a bed till one o'clock so
1: it was, wow. one of those days. it
0: was one of those days i still got to the coffee shop got a lot of work done though so i'm proud of myself all right uh getting back to it um So do you see music as more of just a kind of a side hobby for you, or is it something you definitely want to develop into something bigger in the future, or are you kind of...
1: I mean, uh, currently, I would consider music right now as a um, side hobby, Uh but I wouldn't say like to the extent of like, um, you know, I'm completely putting it on the back burner. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. through the time that I have not been in Big Atomic and playing by myself, like I realized that you know, going out and playing, there's an aspect of it of, like, you know, you get this sense of a high mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. playing. Sure. You know, and, like, and music, too, like, music as well, since it's been, like, a huge part of my life, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to kind of let something like that go. Sure. And so, um currently, I'm just kind of, like, playing around solo, with just acoustically, yeah. but um I have stuff in the works, like, I'm looking to get a... Uh, you know those MDC controllers? Yeah, that like yeah. a lot of hip hop people. Yeah, use. yeah, yeah. I'm uh, really looking into like electronic stuff. Okay, wow. Not going, dude. not going like in the EDM. Not EDM. Right. Okay, okay. But like Producing having aspects F- of yeah, yeah, having aspects of like electronic music while at the same time trying to do something solo, like a bunch of looping and a bunch of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So
0: yeah, I mean, and and that's another step towards being more. Being more independent and also having a more polished product. I mean, as much as the acoustic thing, I think it's good. Yeah. If you want to make stuff that's more marketable, I would assume, or something that you really want to put out, then you want to have, a, I guess, a, a more thoroughly produced yeah. beat or something like that. And I definitely think that having a good, that type of software probably that.
1: Oh, well, I mean, like, I think since I've had the opportunity of being like in so many groups yeah, of, and like, being around so many musical individuals... Um, mm-hmm. It's it's nice to kind of learn from learn from them and also learn from experience too uh-huh. because, um, you know, I'm I'm very cautious about like wanting to like release like stuff now that it's, sure. like, if it's any like half ass or something like that yeah. You know, I, yeah I want it to be like the best version Polished. of itself the pro- yeah. you know, yeah. possible yeah. Sure. so like anything, like, I'm writing right now, currently, no way I'm here. So, like, like, I'm not, like, I don't want anybody, like, um, just have that under wraps, hardcore. And so, um, I'm just trying to um, evolve as a musician, yeah, I yeah. guess. Trying to adapt for, because, I mean, you know, I, I feel like the acoustic artist, or the acoustic, or this, like, Singer songwriter is yeah. kind of like fading out with the times. Yeah, it's, it's, it it kind of sucks because I we had I think we had this conversation um, last week at the Apple, and you said something about you know music being like recycled or something. Like, there's
0: Probably. only you. There's I, all, okay, I think we were talking about. I remember this conversation. We were saying I, was, I kind of. Busby think was there. Was, it was Busby that. Br- yeah, no, it was I, Busby I, that brought it up. Yeah, yeah, but but okay, so here's the way I explained it. I think within like the full range of all possible music, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty infinite. I, but the range of what is good, I think that's very finite. So I, I I think there's a limit to what most people would consider to be good music, and I think from so people I think you can you can create new things, but is it going to be good compared to what's already been done? I just think that's an issue just as time goes on. I think... <laughs> that's, my, that's my philosophy. Now feel free uh, to prove me wrong. No, I always feel
1: like a hypocrite when I talk... Because mm-hmm. I'm like... I, I see music as in like, you know... It's all about the listener. Like sure, it's yeah. whatever they're going to interpret. You know, something that sounds bad to somebody is going to sound really fucking good to somebody else. You know, I agree.
0: I agree. And but I still think, though... even that considered I still think there's this finite I I, 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 I still I still feel that way like considering what you're saying no I so you're saying
1: like you know there's a consensus of people like a huge consensus of people that says that this is good music
0: I think I think even if you take everyone and everyone's opinions Uh of what is good music I still think that it's finite I I don't know I don't it's it's well I think the
1: mind and the ears kind of play you know funny tricks on you know
0: it's, 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 a, it's a difficult like, situation to consider. I mean, and then for you as a musician, um. so you have to consider, um, and I guess this is a question I pass off to you. Uh, when you're, if you get the controller and you start making your own beats and stuff, is there going to be a lot of sampling, or are you going to be doing a lot of just trying to create your own stuff from scratch? I would or say. A combination of both. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, definitely a combination yeah. of both. That's mm-hmm. definitely gonna happen because I definitely have a lot of <laughs> really good sample ideas. Yeah, yeah.
0: And so, uh... <laughs> and there and there is some music that's just like uh, it, it's good, but I'm like, I wish I could like put my spin on there or something like that. You know, and that's that's a big thing in the, in, the, oh, in dance no, music, of course. Oh, yeah. You know, if there's a song that's hot, that's popular, then everyone's like, hey, let me put my interpretation on it. And um, of course, credit goes to the original musician for yeah. creating it, but. It's just kind of fun to play with what's already there as well, as opposed to creating your own stuff, too. Mm, I mean, like,
1: um, it's just interesting because I've never been in this realm as well. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to mix, um, uh, you know, playing electric guitar, singing Mm -hmm. with, like, beats and trying to also incorporate, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's been, a lot is going to be going on. And so, I'm ready to tackle the, you know, mm-hmm. endeavor. Yeah, yeah. So, and I, that's what, that's what it, it's, it's exciting to me. You know, like, I'm trying to create something new, uh-huh. and I have, like, a blueprint, and I'm just ready to kind of, like, experiment. Sure.
0: I think I think one, and this just popped in my head, one example of what I'm ta- kind of thinking about is Josh Brown. Because Josh Brown does his, uh, his hip-hop medley, which is one of my favorite, <laughs> it's one of my favorite musical, like, pieces that I've ever heard. And uh that's an example of someone kind of taking something that's already good, just putting his own twist on it. And then that's not even electronic. This is we're oh, actually yeah. like He's doing acoustic. yeah, downplaying. Yeah, acoustic, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so I, I definitely think that Yeah. And and okay, and then for me in the podcast, I always like to compare myself to that as well. Uh, it's like I, I have a lot of people I look up to with like Joe mm-hmm. Rogan, Tim Ferriss, and uh, Jocko Wilnick, like people I really admire as podcasters. Yeah. But of course I, I want to create my own thing, but at the same time, there's some really good formats out there that I guess kind of starting off just kind of copying them or something mm-hmm. like that and then try to develop my own thing as time passes. That's, what, you have, that's, what, yeah, that's what musicians yeah, that's what do what too because I mean yeah. like,
1: you know, um, anybody that's going to pick up the guitar or anybody, anybody that really wants to learn music is mm-hmm. inspired some way, shape or form by somebody sure. else that plays music, you mm-hmm. know? And so, you know, the whole time I'm trying to learn guitar was in high school and I was into, you know, those quote-unquote quote punk bands like <laughs> Green Day and Bleeding yeah, 82. Yeah, sure. And so, you know, we're learning, you know, all these songs to, you know, um, play on guitar, learning those tabs, and, you know, mm-hmm. and you try to pick up other people's, you know, styles and licks. And you can also tell that in other people's work. And, you know, they try to do their own spin mm-hmm. or their own variation of some other artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's what, you know,
0: it's, it's, all, it's all paying homage to mm-hmm. something. Yeah, you know. and well, let's flip this trip too. So we talked a lot about uh, sampling and, and mm. recreating and putting your own interpretation. What about creating your own fresh materials? What are some of the ideas that you have for that? Um, is it going to be like more like because you said is it going to be acoustic more just more wide range of because you play by yourself? Mm. So when you you need the, the background or something like that, is it going to be more acoustic material or more? Well, it'll be
1: it'll become more from like the MDC and then also yeah. like oh, corporate keyboard and stuff. Keyboarding like that and well. stuff like that, yeah, yeah. So it's not going to be
0: like... And honestly, all you need is a really good keyboard. You can, the keyboard can do so much. There's oh, so yeah, because I mean, you have the MDC for yeah. like, oh, what's up? Hey, what's happening here? <laughs> <laughs> um, you can have the MDC just like recreate the beats or whatever
1: yeah. sampling material we have yeah. on that. And then you can have the keyboard to kind of like layer all that, mm-hmm. or, you know, synthesizer whatever. And then uh, like electric guitar, uh, electric guitar to kind of like. You do you know? play electric guitar or? Yeah, 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 yeah as well.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. What what all do you play? I know you play yeah. obviously acoustic guitar. Uh, acoustic guitar,
1: guitar uh, trombone. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I play electric. Yeah. Uh, bass as well, and usually that's really like the only extent I have. Sure. Like I like real
0: knowledge. Like I, yeah. you know, I could dabble, but you know, you know, be pretty cool. It'd be like a a trombone like. Song <laughs> like when you're singing and playing the trombone or something like that, that'll be awesome. There's oh, a couple of man. uh, there's a, a Brandon Bush introduced me to uh, Bash a Brass Tracks a while ago, okay. and that's an EDM group where and then there's a Timmy Trumpet, and he's a, he's a DJ, and both of them incorporate a lot of uh, horns into their music because they play they play trumpets and trombones. It's really really cool, that so it's like be, it's dance it, music that
1: would be different, yeah, it is, no. it is, it is,
0: it's really it's really unique, so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just using everything at your disposal. Maybe you can do. I know this is this is me controlling now, but uh, <laughs> you could like hook up like the, the all of the the trombone everything up to you, mm-hmm. and then you, you know the guys who like they're singing and they're playing like they got a the harmonica hanging in front of their face, and then they can like play the trumpets. You're and, talking about like a one man band? like a one man like band. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, sure. Why not? The, Ryan Gilchrist, the one man band. No, I don't think. Does, I anyone, does anyone do that around it? I know it sounds like I'm trolling, but this is actually. I told you we have really good chemistry. I told you we were going to go oh, off topic, this is so great. so here you go. There is there anyone in the area who does a one man band thing? I don't know, but they need to now. They There's, need to, yeah. That market is not tapped. It's not yet. tapped in at all, and like because and once again, I go back to Josh Brown because I think he he does the acoustics, but he also kind of uses the drum. The the guitar as a drum mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, I just kind of. Using everything at your disposal to try and be creative and sh- and and then that's when when we talk when I talk about what I think good music being finite I think that's how we're breaking the barriers mm-hmm. is when we're using just everything at your disposal you know in unique and new ways and I think that's interesting yeah. that'll create some new, new sounds too you know
1: and that's the only way you know that music will kind of yeah survive in an essence because pop music nowadays is just very like it's just down to a formula. Yeah, it is. Know? It really is. And you really you is. can turn on you know the local pop radio station and just hear this like the similarities in every yeah. song you listen to and it's it's just gut-wrenching because for I was just like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it and again, it's music, you know. Yeah, yeah. People some people are going to like it, some people are not going to like it, yeah. you know, so
0: at the end, I mean, you know that's... some some music out there is just made support to make what you money. like su- yeah yeah and you have to accept that you know I'm going to complain about complain about Korean K-pop stars I hate it so much dude <laughs> they uh they'll literally they put out casting calls they're like okay we want to start a new girl group we need four hot chicks who can sing and dance and then they had auditions and then they pick four of them and say okay you guys are a band now and and they just make music until they hate each other And then they, they break up recycle. yeah, And that's it And then they recycle Yeah it's it's. Well, How many K-pop pop bands Are there? There's, it. There's a It's ridiculous ton. Although we did Okay so we, we were at A, um, a dinner party um, Last Sunday And a bunch of students Were there And they were listening To a lot of K-pop songs And they were like All the same All the same And then Psy comes on You know Psy Kung Ham style Oh He was a yeah. guy Who blew up Yeah And, and he was you, you got A bunch of Metro looking dudes you got a bunch of uh, hot chicks with exactly the same face. And you got Sai. sigh. And he just sticks out like a sore thumb. And it's great. It's amazing. He's he's so different and anti uh, what you expect out of the music scene that I find it absolutely endearing. I love him. He might be the best. i big fan. <laughs> I just love how that blew up. Like, it did. Out of it nowhere. Did. It was... And then, okay, so my, my story with that was that I was in Korea when it came out. My students came to me the second day, the day after it came out. They said, teacher, teacher, hear that song, listen to this song. So they played it. I was like, ha ha, that's pretty funny. A week later, it's in every club in Korea. It's the biggest song in Korea. <laughs> this, is, this is in July. So this, I think the song came out in, in July 2012. Okay? It blew up in the States around September,
1: mm-hmm.
0: October, when I came back from Korea. So I had to go through round two of K-pop Style Everyone's like, oh my God, you hear this song? I'm like, yes, I've heard it. I've heard this song. I've done the dance in the club already. I know this song. So yeah, that's kind of, uh, that's funny. But I, I mean, it's, it's what people like. It's interesting. It's different. It's different. And I think that's another example of, of someone who going against get status quo, trying your own thing, doing something and even for him maybe the music is not that much different but his look is different and his, mm-hmm. the way he presents himself is different and i think for a lot of people there's just that appreciation of someone trying to do something you know new unique taking their own grabbing the life by the horns or the bull by the or whatever yeah I, <laughs> try, so trying try, to keep it pg over i know grabbing the life by the bull <laughs> you know what i mean like Having life by the bull grab life by the bull guys all right well, Life it gives you a bull make uh make eggs a in a make eggs in a basket <laughs> there you go what? i don't know this is great dude i'm having so much fun <laughs> um, um so what uh, what do you have coming up any projects or anything uh any shows Any?
1: um for right now i'm just inhabiting the apple yeah. whenever aaron feels like recruiting me for a carpenter there
0: you go listen up
1: <laughs> um and then i'm also hitting up um, JP's Bar and Grill yeah, yeah,
0: I really wanted to go see you on Friday but oh, it's, I it's had it's all some, good uh, man you get um, me set
1: up for like once yeah. a month sure and so it's nice to be like on yeah. a retainer because I mean like all that you know saving up money for extra equipment mm-hmm. and you know to build my arsenal yeah. you know,
0: it's it's really nice plus I mean you know Working miscellaneous jobs Yeah know, Every now and then So It's always good to see you in Apple too I really enjoy it did <laughs> you guys the, the last time I saw you, It was on Valentine's Day Valentine's Day uh, yes. You killed it uh, And who was the Who was the young lady Who was performing with you
1: Oh, oh man Oh man you can put me on the spot oh I'm my God, horrible I'm sorry, names dude. <laughs> Um oh, Man I feel
0: so bad Hold on Let me Let me uh, Now I feel embarrassed dude Now I see you let me, put uh, me on the spot Let me check uh, Events I should have paused this part huh uh do calendar. You go she back ki- in time. She killed it. Uh yeah, she was great. And is uh, oh, her original material is great as well. It's not on Facebook. It's so bad, I okay. I forgot her name. Mean. Alright. Well ha, 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 you know, good job good job to her as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed your uh I really enjoyed your all performance, right. of course. Thank uh you me. always kill it. Um so yeah, are you so just like every random Wednesday or Saturday, you'll be up in Apple, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, Just sure. Just doing it, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know. mm-hmm. Any, are you... Kayla Little. That's Kayla Little, there the, you go. Hey. Yeah, God. You. Oh, yeah, Little by Little. She's the, uh, Yes. her yes, band, yes, yes, yes. yeah, and they're a great band. Okay, apologies to uh, Miss Little, because I really enjoy Little by Little. They were at, um, they were at Tap, I want to say a couple months ago, um, and they killed it over there. Isn't Colton, isn't it band, too? Colton? Yeah. No, I no, don't no? think Colton. I'm trying to think is in a band. He's
1: in um uh, the
0: monolithic monolithic okay okay which yeah which they're great too you need to check out their their stuff is on, um, Spotify okay okay, and um, monolithic is great they have like a more and I really enjoyed like the psychedelic, uh, kind of like style they're it's
1: like cool. it's so like that's another thing with like mm-hmm. being with big atomic is like, the networking and meeting other really cool bands yeah 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 because the monolithic is a great you know example mm-hmm. because, we um we played, I forget how long we we've played together uh-huh. maybe 2 years or so and like we used to bounce show off each other's and stuff like that mm-hmm. and um there was one gig where like Drew couldn't make it and we played a gig at Hangar 9 in Carbondale. Mm-hmm. and I recruited Colton mm-hmm. and Colton came up to play with us and I think they were also looking for a bassist at the time because I think something else was happening with uh, their mm-hmm. current bassist and um they recruited Colton and Colton's a member now and Mm -hmm. so it's just it's awesome to see you know things blossom like that um also the relationship with like the festivals that go Mm -hmm. on like being a part of like little bitty festivals and it's just just so it's so neat it's like it's like like, such a different other culture under Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. everything else um you know um Bees on Stock is a really great example of uh like a little festival that everybody should check out Mm -hmm. Um, it's in the Illinois area Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they're like pretty awesome I like the way you
0: say words (laughs) what? (laughs) I like the way you say you said Illinois 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 and then uh, you also say uh, huge 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 that's huge huge Huge. (laughs) my band is huge in Illinois (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm, not to, it, I'm not pronouncing. am the. No, huge, like, where are you from?
0: You're huge, from Murray, right? Yeah. Well, no, I'm. Well, I was born at Baduca, but okay. I'm from Western Kentucky. West Kentucky. Okay. Why? Because you don't sound Kentuckian at all. Oh, really? Do you, you think that as a compliment? <laughs> We're not, we. I will never confirm nor deny whether he's taking that as a compliment. Um, <laughs> no, I think. Yeah. I think just because I'm being recorded, I'm being. Oh, like, you got your.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm. So I, I'm making I, sure that I enunciate words.
0: I, I post this on Facebook at uh, the beginning of the week. but uh, I mean, I, I am wanna, also drinking, so like, right, oh, yeah. let's, let's take that into consideration. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking, by the way? Was it Was a Great Lakes? Um, this is uh, Great Lakes.
1: Oh, okay. uh, Nosferatu. It's oh. imperial red ale. Nice, that's, nice. Right red ale. Okay,
0: I'm not a big red ale. I like uh, Indian ales. Um, I'm a big IPA guy. Um, I'm just trying to try. Is it good? Sure. Okay. I still have a little, a little bit backwash there. Little oh, that's not backwash. Oh, that's good. Yeah, see? That's pretty good. I, not, I, not something I would... It's good. It's good. It's good. Oh, okay. It's good. Yeah, I, I, I'm more of an Indian guy. but, um, Oh, yeah, I posted on Facebook because I was tired one morning. And like, nor- I teach ESL, so normally my students, like, they get ESL, Marcus, like the, the slow, you know, calculated voice when I'm talking to them and they saying my words and whatnot. Um, but I was tired, so I was talking to a student and she's like, you know, what's up? How you doing? Something like that. And she said, Marcus, you sound African American today.
1: <laughs> I about fell out. It was so
0: funny. I said, oh man, I said, I, said, I said no ESL voice right now. Okay, I'm kind of tired. Kind of tired. You got me before my coffee. Okay. <laughs> oh
1: my god. So that, I thought that, I thought that was hilarious.
0: Um, but yeah, African American voice is. And I was talking to another friend about this too because, I mean, you're kind of used to recording yourself, so you you have that that switch. Yeah, that, that you make. I mean
1: I hate hearing myself but me too you know. me too I hate it
0: and people, people tell me all the time you know Marcus your voice is made for radio you know people talk about how much they enjoy but it, it. is though I, I, I hate it the sound is just... but I
1: understand that yeah, uh, that yeah. side of it though
0: but, but I've, I've come to appreciate it more because other people appreciate it and then I learned I, learned, I know we're turning this down to a, a, to a self-help podcast but I've learned <laughs> I've learned to uh, to really because I'm going to be like my hardest critic so, I have to... Oh, yeah. I If I only listen to my own feedback, it's never going to be anything good. So, it's very useful for me to listen to other people, you know, give me some positive feedback uh, to help balance out just all the negativity, you know, in my brain. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, so, yeah, it definitely helps to, to listen to other people to get their input and get advice from them as well. Yeah. So, yeah, good stuff. Anything else you want to say before we wrap up? Um, Let's see. I mean, check out
1: all these awesome local bands uh-huh. because that's the only the mm-hmm. only reason that some of these bands have made it is because the community, you know, mm-hmm. lifted mm-hmm. them up, mm-hmm. you know, and you can't forget about that. And, and you know, you were talking about small towns, mm-hmm. you know, it's very hard for, you know, small communities like this mm-hmm. to achieve that. But I feel like, you know, Western Kentucky can actually like be a hub for mm-hmm. music if or any kind of art. If they really strive to mm-hmm. go and promote it, um, you know, support uh, local bands for sure. Yeah, check out. Um, let's see, Bantha Tracks, mm-hmm. Savage Radley, mm-hmm. uh, Mountain King. It's a Illinois band. Was talking okay. about Bees on Stock. They're the ones that put it on. Nice, nice. Uh, the Monolithic, the Monolithic Force, Art Thieves, Leonard's the band, uh, Fate. Fate's uh-huh. great. He's an awesome. He reminds, Fate he's like,
0: McPhee, yeah. He no, he's, no, like, he's a, a one man band. He's what I was thinking about with the one dude, man. Dude, he's man. a
1: modern day Yeah, um, he's excellent. Bob Dylan. Like I don't care what anybody else says. Like he's he is definitely he has the chops. He's
0: today. one of he's one of the he's one of the few performers who after his show, I'll like, I'll walk yeah. up to him and say, dude, you need to get, you need awesome. to get him on the show. McKellie. Yeah, I don't, oh, I would love to develop that relationship with him. No, no. He really seems like a really cool guy. No, he's, yeah. he's super dope. He there. seems awesome. Yeah. He seems awesome. Yeah. He's, he's for sure. Favorite. And, and I was going to say, too, kind of along with what you're saying, of course, support them. Uh, but also, I mean, on a personal level, you know, get to know the local musicians as well. Um, because they're great people, they're a lot oh, of yeah. fun. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I think I think doing our part to, to help the local musicians, that's something we can do without, you know, necessarily buying albums and stuff like that. Yeah. It's just getting to know you and and, and, and helping share yeah. who you are. You know, when I'm talking to someone, I'm like, hey, check out Ryan Gilchrist. You know, not, he's a great musician, he's a funny guy, you know, he's really open minded, he's great to talk to, you know, so on multiple levels. I'm just butting it up now. <laughs> <laughs> on, <laughs> on multiple levels, you know, just just being able to sing your praises and stuff, I think that, that speaks volume. And, uh, and, you know, like I said, it's, it's us doing our part to help support you um, in any way that we can. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, check out local musicians, support them, get to know them uh, before they blow up. Yeah. Because uh, I need to get your signature. Because... Is... Well, whatever. <laughs> can you sign my forehead?
1: <laughs> Jason Taylor has something going on. Yeah, you? yeah,
0: Jason Taylor. I want to get it... him back on. Um, I've already, I messaged him. I told him that... Uh, that uh i wanted to bring him back on for the second iteration because uh, we had a really good chat we had like a two-hour chat uh last time in the first iteration of the podcast uh which is super long speaking of which 34 minutes all right <laughs> yeah that's pretty good no, This is good timing yeah this is good timing but uh but yeah i guess anything else about before you let you go
1: um i think that's it just you know
0: um support your local music and support your local art scene absolutely absolutely um, and yeah, it's good stuff. Good stuff. All right. And, uh, that is all we have to say for now. On behalf of Ryan, <laughs> we'll say goodbye. And as always, please be well. Later.